That's a good movie. Don't and good then, movie. Um, feel the light shining, shining in the dark at night. Remember what we forgot. I, know I it's will. A long shot. I will get lit to those songs. Dude. I will go crazy. That's good. If drop that plays at my wedding, <laughs> I will be dropping that. I will be dropping that. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Nerdiest Podcast, where nerds talk about nerdy things. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Jackson Glass. And if you've been following us, you know that these last few weeks, our other regular host, Nick, is playing Tears of the Kingdom in his cave. And so it was his most anticipated game for years. And he said, hey, when I'm when Tears of the Kingdom comes out, I'm not going to be there. And I said, oh, ha ha. And I... I haven't heard from him since. So if anyone sees him on the street or you find the cave or whatever, please let us know and call the number on your screen so that we can find him and make sure he gets home safely. Until then, I'm bringing on my special guests from the show. If you're watching on the video, you can tell we have a little bit of a different setup today. We've only done one other in-person podcast, and that was live from Hollywood Studios. And so here I am in my bedroom with my... Good friend, colleague, business relationship, Mr. Gavin Kopko. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Um, hi, I'm Gavin. I'm his college roommate. He forgot to tell you that. Right. But um, yeah, so I'm here. He needed another host, and he was like, dude, you want to do this? And I was like, sure. Sounds great. Um, so we're going to be talking about a very sp- yes. special thing today, and yes. I personally love it because I'm a big music guy. So I was going through my list of people of who to call for podcasts naturally and i landed on colin and gavin and colin was such a big movie and video game nerd that i thought there is like we he fit right unparalleled unparalleled he should have his own podcast like colin was so true so true and so i thought like gavin is i've never been in a situation where someone says gavin perform and he didn't (laughs) and did it do incredibly well and so i thought podcast gavin perform but i thought what what do we do and i knew gavin loves music i do love music indeed the only thing he talks about i don't talk about much else i'm a fan i'm a fan and we'll get to that in a second so here we are giving our top five underrated movie soundtracks now we'll get to that here in just a minute but i want to ask how was your week? Dude, it's been crazy. I mean, to be honest, there's been this one person that won't text me back, but we're just not going to drop any names. Oh. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. I'll tell not you that much. Um, and then I uh, had some meetings with some people. Um, I'm like- Just money moves. Getting paid to produce now. So That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Got a session later today. Yeah. Working. I got an A on my world lit. <laughs> just saying. I lit. mean- <laughs> Yeah, it lit. <laughs> um, so is today, this week and today has been been pretty great. Just, I'm glad. Just I'm making glad. them moves, and this week is even better. But I'll I'll let you take it from here. Yes. Well, a little bit to get the audience comfortable with right. Gavin. Does music production, and I never 
met him before before going to college i had no idea who this nerd was no idea and so i met gavin the day that he moved into the same place as me and so we were placed together in a dorm and i was like oh shoot uh, I was so scared because I never like living with someone you've never met is so scary. Yeah. But also the American college system is like what that's so normal. What are you talking about? It's so it's much fun. So it's kind of hilarious. But I knew that this was someone I wanted to be friends with when I heard his entire family singing Great Balls of Fire in his bedroom <laughs> when moving we in. We moved in. I moved my piano <laughs> in and my mom goes, Gav, play something. And I started playing Great Balls of Fire and my whole family... It. Very musical family. And so we all started singing it. And I was like, man, this is so much fun. <laughs> and I'm sure Jackson and the rest of my roommates were like, who is Who's this guy? Is this goober. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's that's a little bit. He's producing, doing a good job, yeah. singing, playing piano, doing good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. And so this week we had a bit of a really cool announcement is that we have an ep coming out ep coming out june 9th everybody june 9th on all streaming platforms called freshman year part one tell your mom tell your brother tell your cousin tell that one aunt you don't want to talk to hey little (laughs) icebreaker for that aunt you don't want to talk to (laughs) let me tell you let me tell (laughs) you yeah it's it's just like five songs as a little a little diary of our first semester together yeah kind of just running through all of our thoughts and emotions throughout all mm-hmm. of freshman mm-hmm. year first semester freshman year right um yeah it's a, it's a series in a bunch of different projects mm-hmm. so uh stay tuned for that stay and tuned more is coming I'm june sh- 9th i'm sure he'll have our instagrams in the bio yep. or something like that so yep. go there and you'll find more information yes. about that you can follow you can follow me at the glass studios at on Instagram, yeah. but you should also follow the Nerdiest Podcast on Instagram at the Nerdiest Podcast, you should, and on YouTube. You should at also the follow Podcast. at Gavin underscore Copco. Uh, shameless yeah. plug, right? Shameless there. plug. <laughs> Gavin's on Instagram. Gavin underscore Copco. Underscore, underscore Copco. Copco. Nerdiest Podcast on YouTube. The Nerdiest Podcast. Great original content. It's coming out there. And yeah, EP June 9th. dude. It, I'm hyped. We're so excited. It's it's pretty crazy. We. Uh, we're filming this on Friday, technically, mm-hmm. and we just announced it um, like two hours, like two ago. hours ago. <laughs> and I got the greatest text from him in all caps. He said, "It's out." What? <laughs> he was like, "It was all caps." Here, wait, 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 what did you say? It yeah. was. I think it was it's posted. It was. Oh my gosh, it's posted. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was so funny. I. What was also really funny is I was listening to music really loud and didn't hear my timer go off to post at the peak time. Yeah. And so I set it I for 11:58 and so that I could just be ready at noon and I was like like my song ended and I was like that was great and then I hear this alarm going off and I forgot I set the alarm. <laughs> and I thought it was time to like get my laundry or something because I always set alarms for like when the dryer's done. But I was like, "Oh shoot, I gotta post for the EP. It's time to post. I gotta announce. I gotta announce an EP, brother." <laughs> so I did that, and yeah, June 9th, freshman year, part one. Here we are now. Um, under Jackson Glass, G L A S on Spotify, Apple Music, yeah, everywhere. So that's what's up. I'm also, I've just been thinking. What have you been? You thinking? know, I think. And this is based on an experience, multiple experiences throughout okay. the last year is this is a lesson to all. And it's something I need to get better at. It's if you want to do stuff with people, text them back. 
That is so true. For the love oh of my all that God. is good and holy. I don't know if you're trying to go see a movie. I don't know if you're trying to get dinner. I don't know. What? Like, if you want to get together <laughs> and do something, text people back. And okay, yes. so I, yeah. I am I am so serious about this thing because there's two people, one person who wants me to produce for this person and then another person who wants me to work with this person. And they asked me and I'm just like, yes, when can you meet? And then they tell me Nothing. and then I'm like, all right, where, 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 where do you want to meet? And then they're like, dead silence. So <laughs> it, it's just, and if you've done this to me, it's. You're, I'm not attacking you. I'm really not. I'm not mad. Like, I'm just I don't care. I'm not mad. If you like, if you feel personally attacked by this, by me personally, please don't. I'm not here to cause <laughs> harm. I'm not here to be mean. I'm just saying, the world would get so much more done if we replied to our text messages. What another thing is please. replying quickly is not something to be ashamed of. Right, you can reply you, quickly. You can reply quickly, and this society has said replying quickly is like fl what flirtatious or whatever. Right. It's not. It's just oh, I saw this text. I'm going to answer this person. Yeah, like the point of <laughs> texting is to have that quick communication. Quick communication. So do it freaking quick. <laughs> Come on. Oh, Anyways. guys. Anyway, just just be better. You know. Just, uh, just, amen. That's amen. all I'm saying. Be better. A um, little bit of news coming out this week for the movie scene is the live-action Little Mermaid is coming out oh. this week. <laughs> and, yes. you know, I'm pretty sure, yes, it will be out by the time this episode is out. I don't know if I want to see it, <laughs> but the <laughs> the thing is, I grew up on, obviously, the main one, the, right. the OG one. Mm -hmm. And I don't think anything can top that. Like, no offense to the creators. Whoever's creating this, like... The, the new one, I'm mm -hmm. sure it's going to be great. Like, props to you for being able to get Disney to get you to make a mm -hmm. new thing. But make it your own instead of trying to replicate everything that The Little Mermaid right. did. Like, you could even make a new song. It's okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> make new things. <laughs> yeah, I think my biggest, and this is my issue with every live-action remake ever, is that... It implies that there is something wrong with the animated version so true. that we need to fix. When in reality, the animated version will probably always be the best version. And we need to stop looking at animation as a medium of mm. saying, yeah. this is for children, this is bad, this is wrong. Because, which makes no freaking sense to me because so I was talking to my mom and she was like, oh, I really want to go see The Little Mermaid live action because yeah. that's the movie I grew up on. And I'm like, okay, well, don't get, don't get mad and say, oh, let's make a live action because animation is for kids mm -hmm. and then make a live action movie for kids. <laughs> <laughs> when it makes no sense to me because the main audience that wants to see these movies are the adults. The that kids that grew, grew up, up on them. The kids that grew up on it. And so, like, they're targeting, like, college students and high school, like, younger when it's, like, understand that's not where your audience is because yeah. they all kind – generally, they all kind of agree that the animated version is better. So true. And – just generally, like, I think the music is going to be incredible. I truly do. Music, especially with the technology we have nowadays, yes. can only be better unless the person that is behind the chair 
sucks. Right. Yes. Which is very possible. It is possible. But <laughs> if you're hired by Disney, I don't think you're going to suck. Right. Which, I don't know, you'd be surprised. But the one thing that I will say, though, is the one live remake that I think took the story and only made it better they 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 honored the story mm-hmm. but they also added to it was the live action beauty of the beast with emma watson that is so true it was incredibly done evermore they wrote an original mm-hmm. for it mm-hmm. evermore that was one of my audition songs for a theater it was incredible it was amazing forevermore evermore and it's great the writing's incredible and it's just the way that they weaved in and out the different um you know like musical motives throughout the songs that are normally show up in the original original Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. and then weaved it in to the songs that they made themselves right and so they took something great and used that greatness to make something great of their own still honoring the greatness just do that yeah we need we why can't need... I work for Disney huh I mean I want to work for Disney Disney if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> they're not listening but I don't know I was I was very much like I'm conflicted because part of me wants to say how much how big of a flop can this be so that Disney knows we don't want live action remakes so, so I'm not going to give any of my money to go see it to see how hard it'll flop another part of me is like I kind of want to see it <laughs> I want to see it just in case it's like the Beauty and the Beast right. type thing where they like took it and made it incredible right but if they don't do that there's I'm going to let some people to go watch it and then I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna ask them what they thought. Right, right. And then if it's not worth it, I'm gonna wait till Disney, until it comes out on Disney Plus, and boom, I'll watch it. Booyah! I'll watch it with my little sister. It'll be great. Booyah! <laughs> yeah. And I think, I don't know, if if we were saying yes, we're making this movie to introduce it to a younger audience, I would understand. But why not just show them the original movie? Literally. So it's literally it's on show Disney them Plus. the original. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> so. Other movie news Anyways. is that um, <laughs> the live action, not of course it's friggin' live action, idiot. The fourth Indiana Jones movie <laughs> is coming out, and it's live action. Believe I it or I'm not, I'm so excited. Um, I know some people aren't excited, but I'm excited. <laughs> okay, so I'm excited. You know, is it live action if it's just Harrison Ford de-aged the whole time? I'm not gonna lie, it's Harrison Ford. <laughs> it's so, Harrison Ford. He is the coolest dude ever. He he will make or break that movie. That's so true. So if Harrison Ford is all in, which it seems like he's all in, it's going to be like peak. But the early reviews are saying it's not very good. See, I will I'll take that. I will take that with a grain of salt because mm-hmm. everybody's going to criticize something that is the fourth movie in in a series or whatever. Right. But I want to. I'm still gonna watch it because the, the first, uh, the first few mm-hmm. Indiana Jones, Indiana Joneses are fantastic, and I thoroughly enjoy them. Like uh, even the Crystal Skull, right? Or, or Raiders of the Lost. Even the Crystal Skull. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. Oh. I'll watch it. The thing is, I'm not watching it only for just because Indiana Jones mm-hmm. is like the thing. Me being the music guy, John Williams <laughs> scored the whole thing, dude. dude that's <laughs> the Indiana Jones soundtrack goes hard. Yeah, exactly. It does. Okay, ready? I want you guys to think about the Indiana Jones th- soundtrack. Ready? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> See? <laughs> yes, you can think about it. That is the most iconic thing ever. Yeah. Sorry. No, that makes I get sense. quite. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, I think. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Isn't. And this is John Williams' last soundtrack. 
This is he is retiring after this after soundtrack, the which Dial I think is so great. It's all about the narrative. He's like finishing out his movies and finishing out what he started right. with it, and then he's like, "All right, guys, see you later." I just wish I you could it. do it on a good movie. <laughs> because he said that the rise of skywalker was going to be his last <laughs> that's that's why i think he did it again and then he, he said it was gonna he, like, i think he wants it to be on a good movie it's got to be on a good movie so maybe we'll see another soundtrack from him I mean, to if say. it absolutely flops and it keeps being bad every single time he it's a oh, okay first off his scores are never bad no they're never bad he's but always the, movie, the best the part. movie may be bad but his scores are amazing yeah and I'm just saying, if it flops and he comes back again for another movie... Oh, no. Oh, no. More good oh, music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i not a huge Indiana Jones guy. And I've only seen yeah. I've only seen the first one. I'm a huge fan of Indiana Jones Legos. The Indiana Jones Legos go they really hard, They are the hard, coolest though. thing ever. <laughs> I thought I was the coolest dude when I got him and his whip and stuff like that. <laughs> and, like, the, the little car with the sidecar yes. thing. It was oh so fun. Oh, my gosh. So much Lego fun. Indiana Jones for the Xbox 360 was what I spent a lot of my childhood yeah. playing. That so and Lego Star Wars. That is my biggest um, consumption of Indiana Jones is the Lego game, which is the most ideal way to consume a story. Dun, 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 um, dun, dun, dun. But I don't know. I think I'm going to go see it. And I'm back and forth because there is no Indiana Jones without Harrison Ford. So true. But I really wonder... If it would have been better to reboot it, similar to James Bond, with just a different guy, I don't think so. I don't know. I'm so I, bad. I don't. Forth. I honestly don't think so. I think nobody can replace the role of Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones, just because he is so iconic. That's why I think people didn't like the Han Solo. Yeah, because no, that makes sense. Because nobody looks or acts like Harrison Ford. Hmm. That's int- Ooh, that's interesting. Hmm. I have to meditate on that one. <laughs> meditate. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I think maybe we should have just let Indiana Jones rest. Maybe I need to see it. I need to see it to know. We'll see. We'll see. Critics saying it's bad, but these are the same critics that said the Mario movie was bad. And that thing was amazing. And that's a great movie. And I, I personally think, I think Peaches should win a Grammy. I, amen. It is eligible. <laughs> Peaches, 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 it's Peaches. eligible for a Grammy. It's it is. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. All right. Before we transition into our main topic for today's episode, I would like to say that if you were with us live the other night for Monopoly Live. Thank you for joining wow. us. It was so much fun. I pulled Nick out of his cave for like three hours. <laughs> we found him and he hopped on Monopoly. We played on the YouTube Live for like three hours. Yeah, and that it was, was a lot so of fun to watch. Fun. Um, some highlights from that stream will be going up at some point. I have a lot of footage to edit down to like 10 minutes so <laughs> highlights will be up but thank you for joining if you were there we had such a good time and we would like to do this somewhat consistently and so if you miss this one there's plenty of opportunities to come back coming soon uh we're gonna play other games we want to play minecraft we want to play jeopardy <laughs> we want to play wheel of fortune and i think games. it'd be i think it'd be so much fun so that's just a good way to interact with the community so thank you for joining us if you were there and 
uh, legends. The uh, highlights will be up soon. So thank you very much. I would like to transition into our main topic for today and I'm go so down our for list this. for I'm our most for this. underrated soundtracks. Now I need to give a little need to give a little rubric <laughs> for a soundtrack. That's very true. So underrated soundtrack. Underrated soundtrack. So we were thinking about this and something like Guardians of the Galaxy. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. So if you want to talk about the original score for Guardians of the Galaxy, go for it. But if you want to talk like Hooked on a Feeling, Fooled Around and Fell in Love, the Pina Colada song. like Redbone didn't score Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) No offense to Redbone. Redbone, I love you. The Mamma Mia soundtrack doesn't count because those are ABBA songs (laughs) that they re-recorded for the movie. Or, you know, like that. Or like something like like La La Land (laughs) would technically count because it was original for the movie. There are original scores of it, yes. but it's we were thinking of underrated. So something I'm pretty sure everybody knows La La something Land. originally created for a movie that doesn't get the respect it deserves. True. That is yes. that is the rubric. And this isn't has to be a score too. Has to be a score. So I don't know what a score is, just go look it up. I think <laughs> that um What was I trying to say? Lord have mercy. Oh, there's plenty of um there's plenty of movies if you think we missed one or whatever, leave a comment, send a DM, email. There'll be a poll in the Spotify description. Uh, I'm sure Nick will put it there. <laughs> Whenever we find him, please come home. We miss you. But yeah, the um I had a lot of options and I had to kind of pick 5 and I'm sure my top 5 will change in the future. Oh, 100%. So I'm essentially... There's only more to be made. This is five for now. We may come back later. Yeah. Hit me with a number five. <clears throat> number five, I base it off of most unrated, mm-hmm. uh, m- most like underrated. Yeah. And so number five is a bit more well-known. I'm going to go with the Up soundtrack because, because Married Life is very famous. Everybody knows that one. But mm-hmm. the thing is, it's the... Um, Oh my goodness. Stuff We Did mm-hmm. is basically a part two to Married Life. And it's so much more somber, so so sober. It's just like, man, it doesn't mm. even communicate anything with lyrics. But it's just like, I miss the stuff we did. And it's yeah. incredible. Mm, also, the rest good. of the soundtrack, like when they're getting chased by that the massive bird, <laughs> that is it's a banger. And it's also made by Michael Giacchino, who did Incredibles. Yes. Yes. And that is not an underrated soundtrack. <laughs> Everybody loves that. Um, yeah, so stuff we did from that one is fantastic. Also, obviously Married Life, um, but also, one second, ready? The, the, come on, come on. He Got the Bird. He Got is the amazing. Bird. I need you guys to go listen to that, all right? He Got the he Bird. He Got the Bird. The one where he captures the bird. It's the, obviously the scene for it, but it's incredible. It is fantastic. All of the th- the whole mm. soundtrack is fantastic. So that's my number five. Wow, is is up, up, up. I. It's also one of my all time favorite movies. That fascinates me because when I think of up, my first thought is not underrated. True, but is your also your first thought the music? No. Well, 
Yes, married life is. Exactly. But the rest of the songs are not. The rest of the songs. And so the entire soundtrack as a whole could be underrated. Just because there's one good song in an album doesn't mean it's a it's a it's a great album, but it is a good album. It's That's a great so soundtrack. True. That's interesting. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, that's my number five. It's your number five. All right. You ready? Yeah. Number five. I'm gonna hit you with not only an underrated soundtrack, but an underrated movie. Oh boy. That I think deserves some respect. This is the soundtrack to Dan in Real Life. On Disney Plus, highly recommend Steve Carell. Good movie, good movie. Plays a dad with three daughters, and he falls in love with this girl on vacation mm. who he then finds out is his brother's fiance. And so it's <laughs> super. I really like Dan in real life because it's so realistic. Yeah. In the sense of like, it's very real. It's shot in like. A cabin in the woods like it's super kind of calm and like the lighting is so it's not like a it doesn't look like a movie mm. it looks like I'm there and I really appreciate that and I'm sure only the music just adds and the to music it. adds adds so the soundtrack by Sandre Lerche Lerche <laughs> Sandre Lerche so Sorry, but <laughs> Sandre Lerche, amazing, amazing soundtrack. My favorite song is Modern Nature. Goes so hard. There's also um, a song on there called um, Hell No, which I think is really funny. <laughs> um, the Dan and, Real Life, Dan and Marie final theme is so good. The whole yeah. movie is just incredible. Mm -hmm. The whole movie is really good. I mean, it's Steve Carell. It's Steve Carell. But it's not like Michael Scott goofy Steve Carell. It's like somber dad Steve Carell. And I love that. And I think, honestly, I usually like Steve Carell in his more somber roles. I, I think since because of everybody has the thought of Michael in his head, in their head, whenever they see, see, see Steve Carell, and then he does a different type of role, mm -hmm. everybody's like, it hits you even harder. Because it's yeah. like seeing Michael sad. Right. Right. <laughs> you... Because of The Office, we've fallen in love with goofy, funny Michael Scott. Right. And so you immediately love him. Yeah. You, you, you see him in a movie and you're like, right. Aw, I love him. Oh, I love Steve Carell. <laughs> right. Yeah. Gosh. So. so that's my number five is Dan in real life. Highly recommend watching it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Very good. I watched it when I had the flu. This dude was last sick year. all last semester. I was so... <laughs> I was on my... Deathbed. I for real was prepared to like bring the news to his family. <laughs> I was on my deathbed for like most of last year, and I don't know why. <laughs> I would just randomly would get colds, the flu, the like, like cough, like r just random. Did I ever get COVID? I don't think I got. COVID. I don't think you had COVID, but I do remember you texting me saying, and I thought you said you had COVID, flu, strep, and something like a cancer. And he was like, <laughs> I tested negative for all of these. And I read, I read, I tested positive for COVID, flu, strep, and like stage four cancer or something like that. And I was like, is my roommate about to die? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm okay now. <laughs> He's I good. tested negative for all those things. He yeah. thought I said positive. <laughs> and so I, 
If I tested positive for COVID, strep, flu, I ran back to the room and day, he was just on the couch and I was like, oh no. If I did all that in, like, if I tested positive for all that at the same time, I'd be writing my will. Yeah. I would just be like, it's <laughs> over. That was, I think that's when I had the worst, like, migraine of my life. Mm, yeah. And I ended up watching Ratatouille and Monsters, Inc. in one day. Yeah. And... Yeah. At one point after Monsters, Inc., I had a bowl of Count Chocula cereal. <laughs> bowl of cereal. And I was feeling so, like, locked up. It was like a Saturday. And so I stepped outside and watched the sunset. And so I was, like, in my PJs and Crocs, like, <laughs> watching the sunset. I couldn't breathe out of my nose. I ended up going on a walk just to do something because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had been a vegetable for, like, 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the. Um, and then at one point I was sick and I watched Dan in Real Life. Dan in Real that's Life. That's why I had to come home. I had Dude, the flu yeah. and I had to come home. And then everyone kept bringing me stuff. Yep. Someone brought me their Mario Party cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh, that's good. Number four. Number four <laughs> is a Grammy and Oscar winner. Ooh. The soundtrack of 1917. Shut up. That is an insanely good that soundtrack. That is so good. It's, it's a one-shot movie. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, it, besides, like, one one break, I think, in it. They when cut. he gets knocked out. It's when he gets knocked out. Yeah. Oh, sorry, spoilers, but watch it. <gasps> he it's gets great. knocked out in a war movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a great movie. 1917, and specifically the song 1600 Men, mm. so good. Interesting. It's it only the gravity of the movie anyways of like what all that meant in world war right. one and everything just ha- just what's happening and then just the movie behind it i mean not the movie the music behind it mm-hmm. by it's by thomas newman fantastic composer um he he just takes it and adds everything to it and what's so cool is that if you listen to it all the way through every single every single song fades into itself just like just the like the movie and it's Ooh. so cool it's so cool. Yeah. I've only seen 1917 once. I've watched so it twice. I have not... I haven't thought about the soundtrack Think in a long time. Think about the soundtrack. Time. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, 1917 cuts it, somewhat frequently, Yeah, but they hide it very well. The, it's... It's it's kind of an editing marvel in my opinion. Yeah, it's really only in like... You know like when you're scrolling the screen, you get like one of those like... They get like pumped up like edits and you have like the hacksaw yeah. rage in the nineteen seventeen yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like <laughs> and it's like one more god, one more and it's like <laughs> that type of stuff. And you're just like, Yes, I need to start working out and you start doing everything. <gasps> and then it's like like the how to train your dragon soundtrack. Like, da, 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 da. <laughs> oh. Like that's what nineteen seventeen is used, but they need to use the soundtrack because yes. the nineteen seventeen soundtrack it takes the gravity of war and makes it even more makes it audible uh, it yeah it makes it inc- in- mm-hmm. incredible so that's, that's my number 4 i it would have been good. up on my list but my next three are pretty good okay i i never thought about 1917 for the soundtrack because i've only watched it once it's on my list to rewatch yeah but my note about 1917 is that it is underappreciated as an edited for, for its editing because mm. the best editing in a movie is the one you don't notice. And so 1917, pretty convincingly looking like a one-shot movie, is 
incredible. One of the most impressive things yep. I've seen incredible. in a movie. So, that's good. That's good. That's um, my number four. Number four for me. This is the one that might be on your list. I don't know. I, if it's on your list, we can talk about it together. Okay, all right. I really hope it's not, I'm not stealing like your number one or something. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Number four, Over the Hedge. Nope, not on, no, not on really? my list. It's my favorite movie, but it's not on my list. Really? I think it's because it's never been underrated in my head because I love it. <laughs> because, <laughs> okay, I agree that people need to talk about it more, but I always talk about it with myself. And so... And so, <laughs> I mean, consistently, it's a f- great movie, but I'll let you explain why it's your number four. All right. So, between <laughs> Rupert Gregson Williams and Ben Folds, ben come Folds on. is incredible. Ben Folds is incredible. Incredible. I used to watch this movie in our car, and the movies I've seen the most in my life are the ones that we had in our car because (laughs) it would just always be on no matter how far we were driving. And so if you look at um, some of the songs, like the, the score is really good. Like the song, let's call it Steve is like kind of fun. You're like, Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. Hammer time, dude, play question mark. The song goes hard. All right. That's a good song. Hard. But the Ben fold songs are the ones that I really want to highlight. Yeah. The family of me makes me cry every time. I would watch that right now and I would cry. I cry every single let's time I see it. Let's stop and watch. All right, let's go. Over the hedge. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> also, underrated song from uh, this underrated soundtrack is Lost in the Supermarket. Mm. That That's a good song. Also, But my personal personal favorite is um still and favorite one in the soundtrack i gotta pull up song if the impression that i have the answers for let's just take let's let's just take a second oh man (laughs) dude still incredible why was this written for Over the Hedge? Because it's one of the best movies of our time. Because it was, like... It is, It is. I wholly believe with my whole heart that this is one of the best movies of our time. It deserves a Grammy, an Oscar, a Tony, whatever they get Tonys for. What do they get Tonys for? For um, theater. Oh. The Tony is for theater. Over the Hedge on Broadway. Uh, it's dude, happening. Dude. <laughs> I need to, I, we need to do that. We also, so that. still is, so Rockin' the Suburb was my favorite. Good. But as I was looking at it, I remembered still existed. Yep. And that's my favorite. So, Over yeah. the Hedge, underrated, in my opinion. Okay. Hit me with a number three. Number three is one that I honestly was scared that you might have put on this one because okay. you talked about this one before. Okay. Ready Player One. I've never seen Ready Player One. You've never seen. Re- I've never seen Ready Player One. It's an Alan Silvestri. Okay. Alan Silvestri did Avengers. Wow. I mean, Ready yeah. Player One is like a Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah, like, it's it is. Like up there. It's fantastic. Interesting. It, it's the whole time. It's the thing is, what's so crazy about it is you're in a game the whole time, mm-hmm. but the whole score is so organic, but also has little electronic elements in it right. that adds to it. So it's like 
the reason it's organic and it adds to the movie is because even though you know you're in a game, it feels like you're in real. It feels like you're in real life. That's crazy. Because it's just amazing. Obviously, amazing. Alan Silvestri right, strikes. Right. Plus, electronic like. Like you know, like st- sorry, the electronic, <laughs> but like it's amazing. It's amazing. So yeah, Ready Player One I think is incredible. Ready, listen to Ready Player One main title, amazing. Also, also the Oasis, the Oasis is the best one. Ready Player One, why did you never watch that? I kind of wanted, I wanted to see it when it was in theaters, and we I saw just it in theaters with one of my friends, and we just didn't yeah it was so good i know my dad has seen it and he says it's good i just never i when it came out i was close ish to the age bracket that the book was meant for okay and so a lot of people told me they were like you need to read the book first and so someone telling me i didn't even know there was a book (laughs) someone telling me to read the book first when a movie comes out makes me want to watch the movie 100 times less because I'm just going to get berated for saying I like the movie. Okay. And so I'm just now finishing Harry Potter because I've like Mm. read some of the books and then stopped. And now I just get attacked. Well, sorry (laughs) to everybody who read Ready Player One and is like, you haven't read the book. I apologize. You didn't know the book existed. I'm sorry, mom. (laughs) (laughs) My mom's one of those people. Read the book. I need to read the book first. Well, we, I love you, mom. That was our um, our Harry Potter rule. Was my mom said you can either move out or read the books. That's the rule with my my little sister's getting so into Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Like she will send me Harry Potter memes. I I've never really been a Harry Potter guy, so I don't understand anything. Right. But I'm like, that's hilarious. And so <laughs> and reacted, laughed to your <laughs> message. <laughs> exactly. The ha ha, you know. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, so my mom told my sister, she was like, you have to read the books before you watch the movies. And so what it was, was Reggie reads the books and then watches the movie, reads the book and then watches the movie. Yep. And then it's so funny because she's like, that's not, that's not what's in the book. That's and I'm like, oh boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just watched Order of the Phoenix like two weeks ago. I've never seen it. I I've only ever read, seen one. I read half of the book and then decided that. It wasn't worth it because that book is like thicker than the friggin' Bible <laughs> and is nothing but exhibition. I'm sorry. Yeah. Order of the Phoenix is nothing but exhibition. And so it's drug out and it's kind of boring. <laughs> and I know yeah. I know that the end of Order of the Phoenix would be worth reading. Okay. Now yeah. that I've seen the movie, it would be worth reading at the end. But the middle was too hard for 14 year old me to get through mm. and i'm just now getting back to the movies yeah i'm i'm putting ready player one on my watch list good let's watch I'm it i'm pretty sure it's on max <laughs> 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 um in other news hbo max dropped the hbo title yeah because if you have hbo in your name you're not gonna get any that's why, any, any subscribers oh, that's why no one was subscribing because uh, of, shoot because of the hbo yeah hbo is apparently offensive now my bad guys <laughs> <laughs> you can't say hbo these days these kids <laughs> Oh my god. All right, give me your give me your number. Number three. three. Ready? Ready. <sighs> Ready? Nope. Number three. Thor Ragnarok. Favorite Marvel movie. That is my mm-hmm. favorite Marvel movie. I 
was not expecting to put a Marvel soundtrack on this list. I wasn't expecting you to either, but I'm glad you did. Because it's a Marvel soundtrack. Um, <laughs> and everybody knows Marvel soundtracks. Everybody knows Marvel soundtracks. And I think that's why this one goes under the radar. And I'm going to look up the composer. I should have really should have done my research more. That's okay. But this was a Mark Mothersbaugh. Mothersbaugh? Mothersbaugh, yeah. Mark Mothersbaugh soundtrack? Just Mothersbaugh. Mothersbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark Mothersbaugh has done such a random array of soundtracks. He did Crude's The New Age. Yep. Oh, hold on. It goes further back. He did all of The Sims soundtracks. Yep. So, like, The Sims 2. He did the Lego movie. He did Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. He did not do the Lego, Lego movie. movie two. Okay, the Lego Movie two. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Excuse me. So, Lego Movie two. <laughs> um. So he did Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, Twenty One Jump Street, um, Hotel Transylvania, yes. the Lego Movie two, Cruise the New Age, the Mitchells versus the Machines, but also did Cocaine Bear. <laughs> and I love that movie. And <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, and. Bro has a list of Dude, movies he's done. I really, I really appreciate the the variety. <laughs> I think that is so funny. Imagine I, doing Crudes and being asked to do Cocaine Bear. They're like, we really love what you did with the Crudes, the New Age. Can, Can you, you do this for Cocaine Bear? Cocaine Bear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thor Ragnarok was, I think, what cemented me as a Marvel fan. Yep, that movie in general. I think I saw it for like my. 15th birthday? That one is my... Birthday. You can ask anybody. That is my favorite Marvel movie. Well, it that's also why I took it so hard when Marvel went downhill because they made movies like Thor Ragnarok that are actually so Incredible. solid. And they let Taika Waititi do They let Taika Waititi do whatever he wanted. And it was beautiful. And it was beautiful. And it was so good. And the soundtrack is like... It's like 80s, but it's not trying too hard. Right. In the, in the sense of, like, you know, the Mario movie had 80 songs, but I was like, why am I listening to Take On Me <laughs> in the jungle? Like, this doesn't really yeah. make a lot of sense. The This one was kind of similar to Guardians. If Guardians of the Galaxy had the same vibe as the soundtrack, the score is But it was for, a score. But it was a score. Yeah. It would be Ragnarok. And that's... And it's amazing. That's... Kind of why I like it because I'm so glad that's on your list. It set the aesthetic so well. It, it really did. It gives. I don't know how to say it, but traveling through the Bifrost is what the Thor Ragnarok soundtrack yes. sounds like. Yes, yes. It's just, it's that good. And <laughs> I know Go Mother's Ball. I know that a soundtrack is good if I have to listen to it on the car ride home. That's so true. And that so is a true. soundtrack I listen to on the car ride home from the movie theater. I listen to Thor Ragnarok on my drive to college. <laughs> <laughs> the, I literally put it on and put on the main the main title. Right. Um. I I can't really sing it. Wacky. But it was. It's an, It's incredible. <laughs> it is really good. Jeff Goldblum, in his peak Goldblum. Like it's. It's also where peak Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston are just goofing around the no, whole time. Literally. And they're just having fun because they know their characters so well. Right. And so it just, 
And then you get to Thor Love and Thunder, which don't don't, don't talk to me about that. Maybe. <laughs> don't talk to that. I watched that in a situation that was so just just added to how bad the movie was. Oh my gosh. Me too. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> I I don't know if I want to say that. Eh, I'll say it. I got rejected by a girl on a Wednesday and then went and saw Thor Ragnarok <laughs> with her that Friday. It wasn't that bad for me, but it was with a girl. It was with not a girl. knowing not knowing that this would be the Marvel romance movie. Yeah. Went but, and okay. saw it with Marvel a girl that rejected between the me. hammers. <laughs> no, for real. I'm like the sexual tension between <laughs> these hammers is not okay. It's just and so Stormbreaker. They were really like, I don't know. I think someone watched Ragnarok and said, "People liked Korg. Let's Korg up the next movie." And then they they made ruined, Korg like suck they, and they, filled him with the movie. And they, they they ruined him. I mean, they they didn't they didn't let Taika Waititi do what he wanted to with right, everybody. Right. Because I watched something about Thor Ragnarok and apparently like fifty percent of the movie was like improvised mm-hmm. and it was just. Taika and Chris and Tom all just like hanging out trying and, to figure it and, out and, and they all figured it out together instead of Marvel being like this is what we want you to push this mm-hmm. is what we want you to say it was there was no freedom there was no direction there was no liberty yeah it, it where's America huh? so where's America? I thought I thought this was America <laughs> so yeah th- soundtrack though for Ragnarok Amazing. 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 Yeah. So, 10 out of 10. I want the vinyl, but I that's cannot a, find that's it. That's a W number three. I cannot find it. So, yeah. Nice. Here you go. All right. So, my number two. Number two. It's not super... Okay. <laughs> let me let me preface this. This one, you will know it when I talk about it, but right. not enough people talk about it because it just it is incredible, and it's by somebody... Who everybody knows. You know Hans okay. Zimmer? Yeah. Did you know he did Prince of Egypt? Oh. Prince of Egypt is my number two. Yes. <laughs> and l- allow me to give you the cast of the people that are in this, that sang on the soundtrack. Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston did the Prince of Egypt opening. Oh my gosh. And then also, on top of that, Michelle Pfeiffer sang in it. Really? Yes. Yeah. And the acapella group Boys Two Men? Yeah. Yeah. They did an acapella thing for the end credits. They took a movie and got everybody. And then on top of it, you literally got, you know the song Plagues? Like, the saith the Lord, the saith the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Scored by Hans Zimmer. Incredible. Amazing. Gives me chills every time. I will belt all I ever wanted in my car. And nobody oh talks about gosh. it. Nobody talks about it. It is a stacked cast. I have not seen The Prince of Egypt in like 10 years. I watch it. I think I own it, but I have not watched it in a long time. And I only recently learned like how big of a community that the Prince of Egypt has. It has a community around it. Like the thing is, this is so nostalgic for me. Funny story because (laughs) I was homeschooled all my life. And I know, right? In case you can't tell. (laughs) Um, And so I, at my co-op, we did a production of, um, of deliver us. Deliver. Uh, like deliver us, yeah, da, 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 da. yeah. Um, and so we did a production of that, but we sang it in Spanish <laughs> because the Spanish classes all got together and we were like, "What should we do?" 
and then you were like, we should do Prince of Egypt in Spanish. <laughs> and so instead of doing it in like Hebrew or like or like something cool, we did it in Spanish. And don't get me wrong, it was a great production. I thoroughly enjoyed it, but um, we did it in Spanish. Do you remember how to say deliver us in Spanish? Nope. I cannot tell you. It's probably like delivernos or whatever. The deliver the delivero us. No, I'm not gonna oh. say that. No, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. Oh. You already did. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Uh, anyways, so Prince. Of <laughs> I also would like to say that the Prince of Egypt soundtrack is up on his Spotify right now, and every single song is liked. <laughs> Stop. Every single song has a heart on it. Okay. It's incredible. Through heaven's eyes, goodbye, brother. That one makes me cry. <laughs> so when she's sending Moses down the river, it's so sad. Anyways, and also it's based off of obviously the whole Egyptian and, and right. you know Jewish captivity, and I well Hebrew captivity, same difference. I think it's just such a beautiful portrayal of mm-hmm. of the story, along with an incredible incredible composer and incredible singers. Like Michelle Pfeiffer. When was the last time we had a Bible movie with, with a cast with like Whitney that? Houston? Yeah, and Mariah Carey and Michelle Pfeiffer and Hans Zimmer. When was the last time? <laughs> Jeez, Whitney Houston has not been in a movie in a long time. She hasn't. No. Besides her movie, right? Was she in her own movie? Nope. Oh, is she alive? I don't. Let me see. I'm gonna look like an absolute jerk here in just a minute. So I'm going to be like, whatever happened to Whitney Houston? She died in 2012. (laughs) 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 Why hasn't Whitney Houston done a movie in a long time? Probably because she died 11 years ago. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Sorry, guys. Anywho. um, They're probably watching it and just seeing us go through that and just be like, realize Whitney Houston is dead. Oh, no. Yeah, she died in Beverly Hills in 2012. Lucky. All right, so, yeah, when uh, was the last time we had a big studio do a Bible movie with a cast like that? Ever? I don't think I've, I think that's why Prince of Egypt is so attractive to even not like non-Christian people. Right. Because you, you, their own people are like, mm-hmm. like, they're like, oh my goodness, these famous people are doing it. And then they see it and like, this is just such a good story. Right. Because it's, it's portrayed accurately right and you're talking about how animation is only for mm-hmm. kids my dad watches this movie and he loves it mm-hmm. it's animation is not for kids no. it's for everyone no. it i i think man prince of egypt is just one of those like one in a million movies yeah yeah but i like, don't think anyone's ever gonna be able to do what they did again i have yet to see them do what they did again i don't think they will i don't i don't think there's no reason for someone to do it unless they can get a similar cast like that. And I don't think you can. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Especially in a climate like this. Yeah. The like, content creation climate it's here harder is to crazy. I mean, it's kind of like career suicide to hop on a Bible movie. That's so true. Point. Yeah. So I mean, it's interesting. Oscar Isaac though. He did, he did Joseph. No, that's true. Yeah. And now look at him. Now look at him. What a man. I, he, Fantastic actor. Anyways, give me All your right. give me your number two. Number two. Love Ready? It. So this is not an underrated. So when you when I say this, you will think that's not underrated. It's not underrated at all. 
let me let me preface i'm gonna say inception underrated soundtrack because time is hans zimmer's most popular song it's an incredible song and it, it is amazing time is an amazing song but you also have to look at the soundtrack as a whole mm. and understand that it needs some more respect. Yep. Time is good, but Dream Within a Dream, Such a good one. Waiting on a Train, We Built Our Own World, Dream is Collapsing. Gives me chills every time. Stop. That is phenomenal. <laughs> so... When you think of Inception, you probably wouldn't think that's an underrated soundtrack. It's also—it's not an underrated movie, though. It's not an underrated movie, no. I think a lot of people kind of appreciate Inception for how good it is because it is phenomenal. It's like, it's like an interstellar type deal. Right. It's one of those, like, film bros. This is like one of, the, one of those few movies, and I guess Christopher Nolan just does that to people. So um, true. <laughs> is, like, if you just... It's one of those movies that the film bros and the general public all can just agree that they're well done. They're just like, yeah, this is great. And I, <laughs> I'm learning that if you make a movie that not even you understand, no one can criticize it. So if you take nothing away from this episode, <laughs> if you want your work to be uncriticizable, make it illegible. <laughs> Boom. Booyah. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Before we go into our number ones, I need to hit some I need to hit some honorable mentions. I've got I've got two really good honorable mentions. Really? Yeah. I have seven. <laughs> I can come up with some real fast. I can I can I can do more. I can do more. It's okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you said, yeah, we'll have a few honorable mentions. Has seven. Seven. I had two. All right. I all got right. two. You can hit me with I'm two. Gonna, I'm going to give you another war movie. All right. Hacksaw Ridge. Never seen it. Andrew Garfield takes this movie. I like lasagna. What? It's Garfield. Uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I actually used to read that a lot. Garfield? Um, yeah. I'm more of a Calvin and Hobbes man. That's also true. Yeah. My, mo- my <laughs> older brother had a big movie not big movie big book of Garfield oh I have all of the collections of Calvin and Hobbes over there that's so, so amazing anyway <laughs> Hacksaw Ridge Hacksaw <laughs> do you want to talk about Garfield or Hacksaw Ridge I'm talking Which about one? Hacksaw Ridge over here I'd right? rather talk about Garfield okay <laughs> well for those of you who have seen Hacksaw Ridge Jackson you can leave sorry um <laughs> <laughs> um you guys will know the scene that I'm talking about when he's saying, Lord, give me one more. Give me one more. Give me one more. Because he's trying to save everybody on that Hacksaw Ridge. It's that, Oqu- uh, that Battle of Okinawa. Right. Okinawa. Right. Whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> you, know what, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's, he's the only person left up on the ridge besides mm-hmm. all of the other soldiers who are wounded, bleeding out. Just like, mm-hmm. And the thing is, he's saving people and literally – Sending them down a cliff with, but like not like sending them down, but like mm-hmm. lowering them down with a rope, and it's incredible because he saved. I forget how many people he saved, but he saved like over a hundred something. And oh my gosh, the soundtrack for this is incredible because it's calm, but it ha- adds the eeriness of the moment because he is trying to save people and bring them and lower them down back to the bottom of the cliff where the rest of his army is, mm-hmm. 
without getting killed by a bunch of Japanese. Yeah. And I think that is crazy because he is just, he just first off, he's praying the whole time. Mm-hmm. And if you ever watch a, uh, a interview with uh, Sergeant Des- Desmond Doss, mm-hmm. he's, he's still alive, I think. Um, Cause, and like during the making of the movie, he was like there talking with Andrew right. Garfield. So, and, and so, cause Andrew Garfield obviously is a fantastic actor, right? but it's scored so well. Mm. And I don't think anybody can take a movie and with that much gravity, kind of like 1917, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody can do what they did with Hacksaw Ridge because it was perfect. The way that. He, while he was trying to save everybody, the music was slowly going under him. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a pulse, keeping him alive, while also letting other people know there's other people alive. Interesting. And it's amazing. Light strings in there Interesting. And it's incredible because, like, he's running around and trying to save people in the dark. Right. With people trying to kill him at the same time. Yeah. And what's also really admirable is he saves a Japanese person Aww. because he's wounded. And he, yeah. and he's like, oh, shoot. I did not mean to. I need to watch this movie. You need to watch I've it. I've never seen it. I was, I'm was. i not just, I'm not a war movie kind of guy. I'm, that's a, big, usually I'm not, a big war movie guy. That's not my, uh, that's usually not my cup of tea. Like, if I sit down and watch a movie, I'm not like, you know what sounds so good right now? 1917. <laughs> They're kind of hard to stomach. I, so. The thing is, they are hard to stomach, but I love movies that are just like, yeah, your forefathers did this mm-hmm. for you. Right. Like, it's like that's crazy. Like, my yeah. my great-grandfather fought in World War II. Crazy. Right. Like, I'm sorry, but if a war happened right now, my major would not do much for the <laughs> no, war. Right. <laughs> I, what am I supposed to do, serenade the enemy? <laughs> <laughs> I would... I mean, I could be a conflict photographer, but I don't, I don't have the guts. So yeah, running, like, running through that. Right. <laughs> I don't think so you're gonna be able to some, do that. Even in 2023, there's some incredible conflict photographers that I could never do what they do, and yes. I have so much respect for them. Yeah. And I so, just, I just think, with the story of Hacksaw Ridge and the way they scored it, it's kind of like how you can tell if you're mature. The difference between a mature music- musician and a not mature, mature musician is a mature mu- musician knows when not to play. Mm-hmm. A not mature musician plays whenever he wants. Mm-hmm. But when you know not to play, that means you're you you're a good you're a mature, yeah. very seasoned magician. Not magician, music. musician. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured um, Will Arnett on Arrested Development, where he was just like, "Behold, <laughs> a so, seasoned magician." <laughs> so yeah, that's one of my uh, yeah. honorable mentions. Let me. It, it was gonna one. be on my top five, but okay. I had 1917 on it. That I makes was sense. Like, I'm that gonna, makes sense. I'm gonna. You gotta choose one. Yeah. What's the second one? Second one is Father of the Bride. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Icon. I just think it is so funny because here, wait. Let me let me let me pull this thing up. It's so funny because the main title has church bells in it. Yes, it does, and it's amazing. The soundtrack, so good. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. It's yeah. Incredible. So. I and along with the whole movie, obviously, mm-hmm. it's just I just think the soundtrack takes the lightheartedness of the movie, but also takes the gravity of the movie, right? And sticks it all. And like we said, it we're lands saying, the plane, and yeah, and yeah. audibles it. It lands, it makes it audible. Yeah. So those right. are my two 
Let me hear your seven. I have seven <laughs> honorable mentions. I won't go too far. Some of them I didn't include for obvious reasons. Some of them were just not underrated enough for me to put it in the list. Yeah. Um, Weathering with You is an anime movie we talk on this podcast about <laughs> almost every episode because I cannot sing its praises high enough. It is one, still one of the best movies I've ever seen. Soundtrack is phenomenal. That's so um, I have some of the songs in my playlist. Those are the only anime songs I'll ever listen to. Really? Um, That's so funny. The The original SpongeBob movie has <laughs> some incredible songs. If you turn on Goofy Goober Rock and I'm in the room, it's going down. I'm getting turnt to Goofy Goober Rock, all right? <laughs> And now that we're men, I sing now that we're men so often. Um, the Super Mario Brothers movie, like the new one, it's not underrated, but I wanted to take a second to appreciate the soundtrack. Yeah, no, that was good. It was good. Uh, Peaches is Peaches, deserves Peaches, the Peaches, Oscar. Peaches, it deserves Peaches. it. Jack um, Black. Jack deserves Black deserves the, the Oscar. Oscar. Truly. As writer and actor. Yes, legend. Um... I said Lemonade Mouth, which is objectively <laughs> the greatest Disney Channel original movie ever made. It is technically a musical, so I wasn't going to put it on here. But I've had the soundtrack playing these last few weeks. I love Lemonade Mouth. And Lemonade Mouth is one... It's just not... Away from Disney Channel... Like, not even compared to a Disney Channel original movie. is just a good movie. So true. So... Yeah. I would also say John Wick deserves more. That's a good one. Um, that is a good one. It deserves more recognition. And because I really like John Wick doesn't do the standard like intense action movie soundtracks. Mm -hmm. They do like dubstep while he's like just destroying these armies of dudes. So <laughs> highly, <laughs> dude, so good. The dubstep Incredible. in John Wick 4 amazing yeah um fantastic mr fox really good wasn't underrated enough to make top five but i think the soundtrack sounds like the movie looks yeah it that makes sense like it sounds like this like quirky like farm life that's that's how i will describe it yeah Come on, guys. Ratatouille. I was waiting for that one. Ratatouille. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> My favorite movie of all time. You gotta have Ratatouille in there. Um, it's not underrated. It's really not. It's I not. I think a lot of people really appreciate the Ratatouille soundtrack. But also, Le Festine is phenomenal. But it's not... I don't think it's the best song on the soundtrack. Should I, should I tell my story about that? I think you should tell your story about okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is good. This okay, is good. so I was on the plane to uh, Florida to go visit my grandpa and hang out with my dad. And um, I had a middle seat. And to, my, to the left was this really, really, really cute French girl. <laughs> 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 she was super cute. Um, oh my god! And so obviously, me naturally being the Rizzler, I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I asked. I, I just started talking with her, and then um, I found out she goes to like um, Lipscomb, which is like an hour or two away from the university we go to. And I'm like, dude, I, like I, I want to get to know this person. She's cool. She's also hot. And so, and so, and so I like talked to her. I'm like. 
So like you're what are you what are you, where are you from? And she's she's a missions kid who grew up in France because her parents yeah. her parents run some art missions thing in in France. And I was like, well, I'm plan we're pl- I'm like writing some stu- some music and for for a future project, um, and it might involve France or something like that. And uh, and I'm like, what are some things that like only a tourist wouldn't know? Mm-hmm. And, and she was like, yeah, no, it's like there's a really really cool things where it's like underground, just like music bars. You d- there's like not even like a bar, you just play music. And I was like, that is so cool. Isn't that sick? That is amazing. And then I got talking about Ratatouille with her. And she quoted the whole Le Festin movie to me in France and translated it. It is a deep song. Yeah. It is no, a it deep is. song. And then she also shared some cheeses with me. <laughs> Ellie, if you're out there, <laughs> <laughs> hit up hit up a bro. Oh, Just hit me up, alright? <laughs> so that that's her name. I I don't know her last name. She did, I Ellie did. French. Ellie, Ellie French. No, her name is French. Ellie who is French. I'm Gavin. Just, just like let me, let me know. I will just. All right. <laughs> just hit me up. Just hit me up. I'm on Instagram, Gavin underscore <laughs> Copco. Just, just <laughs> slide in those DMs. So that's my story about Lay Fest. Oh my gosh. Sorry that's for good. that rabbit trail. Oh, no, that's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah. My last honorable mention is home. Which oh. is a DreamWorks movie with Jim Parsons and Rihanna and Jennifer Lopez. Hello. Yep. Um, I I didn't know if it was good enough to make the list, but it's good enough. Towards the Sun by Rihanna. Amazing. Towards the Sun. Let <laughs> the shadows. And then another Rihanna song. I wanna dance in the dark. <laughs> Come on. I want to light up the night. And then um, on. Drop That by Jacob Plant is so, so aggressively EDM. <laughs> it's so good. And it goes so well with the movie because you're just like, what am I watching? <laughs> it's Me and my sister watched this consistently when it first came out. It is like oh. the movie that bonds me and her. It's so funny. It, we still qu- my family quotes home so many like yeah. like can I come in the shusher the shusher can I come into the out now yeah 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 uh, he's like slushiest <laughs> it that's I, just a fire movie. I was debating about naming my car the slushiest <laughs> that would have been funny oh that's good I um I always say if we're playing Fortnite. I always say, as you're king, it is my duty to run away first. <laughs> I, I have heard you that say that a, before. That's a good movie. Don't. And good then, movie. Um, feel the light shining, shining in the dark at night. Remember what we forgot. I, know I will. Long shot. I will get lit to those songs. Dude, I will go crazy. That's good. If drop that plays at my wedding, <laughs> I will be dropping that. I will be dropping that. <laughs> yeah. Um. One time, this is so quick, such a quick story. I was at a wedding of our friend David. He was on Coffee Time. If you, yes. if you were an OG that remembers, shout Coffee out Time. to David. He shot our EP. Yes, EP promo. EP pictures. promo pictures. Go, David. I love him. I was invited to David's wedding. Horrible decision, but really, yeah. Oh, I, I was at his wedding. A horrible decision that he invited you. Horrible decision that oh, he invited me. Oh, I thought you were me. like a horrible decision that you went. I was like, what? No, yeah, he he should not have invited me but i was so <laughs> grateful that he did and when the song wobble came on oh the no. wobble baby wobble, wobble baby, baby wobble, wobble baby, baby wobble. i 
we all went so hard on oh, wobble no. i had back problems for a week because we wobbled so hard it was <laughs> really funny i also did the entire fresh prince of bel-air rap at his wedding i'm not surprised and so there you go those are my honorable mentions yeah it's time for number one, one. all right so this movie that i have all right is not an underrated movie right it is a fantastic movie okay yep it is perhaps one of the greatest movies of 2006 besides o- besides over the hedge over the hedge came out in 2006 too no probably one of the greatest movies of 2000 um of the early 2000s and that's night at the museum wow night at the museum night at the museum zam zam night at the museum what do you say it like that museum <laughs> what museum Museum. Maybe it's the jersey in me. I don't know. <laughs> museum. Museum. <laughs> it's not a museum. It's a museum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Museum. Museum. <laughs> but museum. There you go. No, that's disgusting. <laughs> um, Civil War soldiers. Where's Rexy? Tracking Dear Boy. Hold up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hit me with it. A Great Man. Booyah. That's playing when Teddy Roosevelt is talking to him. Incredible. Incredible. Night at Museum <laughs> takes that movie, takes the soundtrack. The score for that is incredible. If you guys don't listen to it, go listen to it. I need you to listen to it, okay? It is incredible. And it really takes the different sounds of each country that he visits mm-hmm. And puts it into the into the score. That's amazing. And it's underappreciated for its score. Because yeah. thinking about, I want you guys to think about Night of Museum. Do you think about the score? No. 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 You think you think, I think about of ben like Ben Stiller. Yeah, Ben yeah. Stiller and Robin, Dumb 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 Wears Gum Gum. And um, uh, Robin Williams. I think it's Robin Williams, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's, Owen Wilson. Isn't he Teddy Roosevelt? Robin yes, Williams? he's yeah, he's yeah. Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. yeah. And Owen Wilson. Yeah. As, as the, the cowboy. cowboy. That's yeah. fire. That's a fire Dude, movie. Fire cast. I fire never movie. think about the soundtrack though. But you never think about that? And that's why that is the most underrated soundtrack in my mind. Fascinating. Interesting. Yeah. W okay. movie, famous movie, not a famous soundtrack. And also, you know, you know who did it? Alan Silvestri. Booyah. All right. That's a good pick. I never would Thank have expected you. that. Thank you. I never would have expected that. I'm so glad that you like that. All right. Number one for me. Give it to me. I'm so excited. It has been my favorite soundtrack oh since I was 12 years old. Wow. But I very, very rarely hear anyone talk about it. Oh, I'm sure. And I feel like just because I've loved it for so long... But haven't I've never felt like it was appreciated because it's in a movie that isn't necessarily amazing. Oh, and I went the total opposite way. Really? With any, with any museum, I went the total opposite way. The movie's amazing. No, yeah. So this is an amazing soundtrack that's in a movie that I don't think is necessarily peak cinema, oh. and that is Tron Legacy. I hated that movie. Yeah, I did not like that movie at all. That movie is just okay. It's. It's it's okay, not just okay. It's 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 okay. It's okay. It I will give a shoulder shrug to that movie. I 
I'm sorry, Tron Legacy. So, <laughs> my dad loves the original Tron movie. I'm sure. I'm sure the that original one's great. one is kind of hard to watch because it was pretty new in computer graphics. Oh, I know. Um, that's number one. So, <laughs> Tron Legacy, though. Who is it? Who is it by? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so it. I recommend watching it to get an opinion. Okay. Yeah. But it's kind of like. It's kind of like one of those like it. It didn't have anything driving it forward. No. The pl- no. The, it, it, the plot wasn't interesting. No. The the actors were mid. No offense. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> I just I. If a, if I like a movie, it'll I will remember who the actors are. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who remember, remember sure. who the actors are. Who was the Star Lord's dad in Guardians of the Galaxy two? Once again, he didn't do a good job apparently. So. Whoa, <laughs> is it? It's not Kurt Russell. Hold on. <laughs> let's let's Google this guy. Hold on. Tron Legacy. They're making a second one now. They're working on it. It was Jeff Bridges. That's who I was thinking of. He was what an Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. So he was he was probably the best part of that movie. Um, yeah. So I mean, Tron Legacy, it's okay as a movie. The it's movie's okay. okay. They're doing a ride at Disney World that I'm really excited about. Really? Yeah. I didn't like know a that. light cycle thing, which that's that's the cool part is the light cycles. But it was one of those like live action Disney movies in the earlier two like 2010, I think 2010. I thought it was 2014. No, it's 2010. It's a lot earlier than I thought. Boom. So, it's like the one of those 2010 like live action Disney movies. Yeah. Wasn't amazing, but the soundtrack is by Daft Punk, <laughs> which is the greatest French duo <laughs> ever. He loves Daft Punk. I before we started filming this, this dude dude, this dude said, listen to this version of the Daft Punk song. Yes. (laughs) Listen. I well the reason I'm obsessed with Daft Punk is because of Tron Legacy. Okay. Because that was my first exposure to Daft Punk was And honestly soundtrack. You can tell how good a movie is is if the only redeeming quality of it is the score. Right. Which, and I think that's so funny. It's kind of funny. Because that's what brought you to it. Yes, that's what brought me. And that's so, so great. A lot of people are saying, oh, that's not. That's just an okay movie. And so they miss the phenomenal soundtrack. If you listen to The Grid mm. by Daft Punk, sure I have it on vinyl over here, okay? It, it has audio from the movie, and it goes so hard. And it's just like... I also recommend the um, the Daft Punk remix version. Is oh my gosh, you're destroying my shelf. Yes, I have it on vinyl. <laughs> this guy's got it on vinyl. <laughs> yeah, so, so the um, highly recommend Overture, The Grid, um, The Game Has Changed, End of Line. I also really recommend the Tron Legacy Reconfigured, where Daft Punk did remixes of all of the songs that they composed. They're just remixing their own stuff. They remix their own songs. That's so baller. They they are incredible. So they're incredible by themselves anyway. No, absolutely. And I think that's why the soundtrack carries so well because it wasn't. They don't. They're not known for soundtracks. They're just a band, right? And so I think that was so smart to give it such a unique and distinct sound 
and they've chose the exact right people for that sound. It's not the exact right writers. Just not the right writer. And so <laughs> Tron Legacy, the soundtrack is amazing, but Tron Legacy reconfigured is what Daft Punk would have done if they were just releasing the songs as songs instead of for the movie. Really? Yeah. That is so cool. So I also just saw, my heart stopped a second, the Random Access Memories 10th Anniversary Edition came out, and I missed that somehow. What? Yes. There's like nine Dude. new songs on it. I know what he's going to be listening to. Oh, my to gosh. Like, Dude, Random wow. Access Memories is my Desert Island album. <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. Anyway, hey, there you go. Underrated. There's underrated my top five and two honorable mentions. There's his top five and seven honorable There's my mentions. 12 <laughs> underrated soundtracks <laughs> for you. <laughs> I was fun. laying in bed this morning like, oh, shoot, I got to make my list. And then <laughs> I was like, honorable <laughs> mentions. That sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> so... Oh Man, what a good time. What a good this episode. Was fun. This was a lot good of fun. Good food friends times. And I'm glad I'm glad you're here. I'm happy to be here. If you see Nick in the wild, please Nick Wild? Nick Wild? <gasps> if you see Nick in the wild, um let us know cuz we <laughs> you know, yeah. we found him. We made him play Monopoly, and then he ran away again. And so I think he's playing Tears of the Kingdom. Not God only knows. I think he found a different cave. But while you're here, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you. Make sure you follow on Instagram at the Nerdiest Podcast, on YouTube at the Nerdiest Podcast, and make sure you follow Jackson Glass G L A S on Spotify. Follow it. Spotify on Apple Podcast. June 9th. June 9th, freshman year. Freshman part one. year part one is coming out. Gavin underscore Copco on yes. Instagram. K O P K O. K O P K O. I once got a coffee mug that said C O P C O. <laughs> and I was Cock. like, what? <laughs> Stop so. Stop so. <laughs> Gavin, thank you for joining us today. Dude, totally. It was a good time. We'll have you back. It was a lot of fun. It was our, I'm glad we got to do another in-person episode Isn't for that the, so the fun? Nerdiest Podcast. I'm so glad that, that I, this happened. I'm so glad it was in person. We hope to see you on the next episode. Until next time, peace out. Deuces.